You're listening to The Dude Grow Show, coming straight out of Denver, Colorado, bringing you marijuana grow knowledge, news, and culture. At the tone, the time will be 4.20. Exactly. What's growing on Wednesdays? How you doing, Scotty? Yeah, man. Doing it, dude. Doing it. Doing it. Doing it. You got to be more, I don't know, doing what? Doing it. Hanging out in the gorilla gorilla tent? Yeah, man. If I want to quote J-Lo, I'm doing it well, man. I'd be doing it well. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be hanging out in the gorilla grow tent here, man. So if you hear some noise, man, it's our temporary location, man. I, I was told we're being moved to a quieter area next week, so... It is all good, but bear with us, man. Got some got some good things to say, man. Kicking the knowledge. Yes, yes. If you guys don't know, this is Dude Grow Show. What's growing on today? A little bit of uh, culture. Always, always a little bit of grow talk, of course. Um, talk about the cup coming up, uh, some events. Things are starting to pop off. People are getting pumped out here in Colorado for a lot of... A lot of things coming next week. Yeah, or, uh, like I said, I've never been more more proud to be a Colorado resident, man. <laughs> we had a great article over on DudeGrows.com put up by the Hash Assassin on uh, handling bugs and problems in your garden. And uh, what we're smoking, I got some good news on what I'm smoking. Some shatter, yeah, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. <laughs> I'm, I'm still not used to hearing you say that, man. Smoking shatter. Yeah, we'll see. I, I have a you know very. A varied review on the situation. And then, of course, we'll wind it up with you guys with what's going on in our grows. Coming at you, you know, not many people uh, out there can just give. I still trip out sometimes, man. That's where we tell you what we're doing in our own grows growing marijuana. Yeah, man. Ain't ain't too many people that are are too proud of what they're doing in their grows from what I've seen, man. I've been to a lot of grows (laughs) lately or I I was like, man, I, I won't be telling. I won't be telling nobody that shit, man. Well, uh, let me give a shout out to uh, today's primetime supporter. We'll kick it over to uh, Way to Grow out here in Colorado. Seven stores strong. The Dirt Jeep. Dirt Jeep. Dirt Jeep. Dirt Cheap sale is kicking uh, all this month, all next month. So the, the main stars will go $31 for a Pro Mix HP bale. I guess I got to put the 99 on there so, so people don't get too technical. It's $31.99. Um, and Roots Organic Soil, ten ninety nine, Cocoa Grow, eleven ninety nine, and the list goes on. Basically, if you guys want, just like it says, Dirt, dirt Cheap's uh, Soilless Soil Mixes, outdoor and indoor planting. Of course, it is spring, don't forget. Go over to Way to Grow, and uh, you'll get hooked up. And don't forget the bulb deal. I didn't mention it, I don't think, the last show or two. $60,000 watt Pimpin' Hordelux HPS. Dude Grows Bulb Deal. Any store, any amount, all day long, hey, did you 365 get, Did you get that bulb deal straight, man? I knew, dude, that is one of those deals that's a little too good to be true. And uh, I know we had a couple guys that, uh, that that couldn't find it, man. So you called around, made sure everybody knows that that bulb deal's straight, man. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it was just basically, you know, it's hard for uh, every single salesman to be on on the know with it. But yeah, it's totally straight. Any store will, will honor your. Yeah, I mean, any way to grow will honor that. That you just got to say, hey man, I want the dude grows bulb deal. Yeah, and uh, they'll they'll hook you up. Any other store will tell you you're fucking nuts, man. Some, yeah, some get a little angry about it, man, but it's just uh, good business to get into good lighting. So uh, what else we got growing on here? Shout out to Optic Foyer, the niche. I couldn't get a hold of him today. I was going to ask him about, uh, we're going to get him on and talk to him. He has a booth kicking at the Cannabis Cup where I'm sure you'll be able to get plenty of love with uh, samples and products. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't know if I um, should give uh, Dinesh a big hug when I see him or what, man, but there is a freaking pallet outside of my my grow tent here man just loaded with optic foliar goodies man so unfortunately i gotta load them all myself man but (laughs) that's just awesome man we really appreciate him and that just means we're going to be sharing the love for everybody man i've seen a boxes of transport which is which is my dog man love using that shit and uh so a lot of good shit man we're gonna learn it all if you uh, don't have a chance to get out the cup, of course, go over to Dinesh on Facebook and just say, hey, what's up, man? Dude Gross said I could get some samples, and he'll get some shit out to you. Definitely really understands the game of getting the product out in people's hands so they're believers, and then they become users such such as we have. Definitely, and we're going to be giving a lot of this stuff away as well, man. We're going to be throwing uh, throwing a bunch of freebies out there for, for, for our dedicated listeners, man. Yeah, I wanted to say thanks. We had another guy uh, hook up on the DGC with a donation, becoming a member to Seth. You know who you are. Saw that over there. Um, definitely a, a big help, guys, and the uh, big picture of things with taking care of the booth, the cup, uh, and all that through PayPal. If you all didn't know, donating straight through PayPal doesn't have anything to do with our uh, DudeGrows.com site, but uh, appreciate the support, Seth. Uh, right hold on, on now. I'm going to... I'm going to hit my pen on the air, man. What do you got to talk about, Scotty? I'm going to hit this button and watch it. It's kind of wild. But it still makes me cough, man. It still it makes me cough when I get a hit way more than actual, which is weird, the, the herb does. And even though I'm burning carcinogens and shit. But, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of cannabinoids in there, man. You know what I mean? And you're still like, I remember I went over a friend of ours place. Uh, man, we got to give that guy a name. But I went, I went over his place and... Uh, extractor Man. <laughs> he went to Extractor Man's place. Officially, that's, I, I talked to him earlier and he said, yeah, Extractor Man sounds good. Extractor Man, dude. Holy shit, man. Uh, <laughs> first off, that's the true bachelor pad. That guy's place you go in there, there's a disassembled grow tent by the front door with a couple Magnum XLs sitting there, you know. Rig sitting on the coffee table. I, it remind me, just reminded me of when I was single. You know, you could just do what the fuck you wanted, man. That's cool. Yes, definitely. I mean, it took me, man, when I told my wife that I wanted to grow some herb outdoors a couple years ago. It was, uh, are you are you crazy? I mean, you know, because the way we've been taught through prohibition and dare and war on drugs, and this is your brain on drugs with eggs in a skillet and shit. Uh, but I, I mean, the first time it was a huge deal. I ended up just having to do it. You know, it's like, I can't not do this. So I, uh, I pulled, uh, I don't know how those plants got there. <laughs> no, <Nuh-uh. laughs> <But> I did. <laughs> I had to, man, I got to get the grow on, Dude, especially you're, you're, out. She's too smart for that shit, man. That didn't work. <laughs> it definitely was a bit of trouble, but, uh, in the end, in the end, it's worth it. That goes, uh, that goes along with Scotty's philosophy in life, man. Better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. <laughs> all right. All right. 
Uh, cup announcements, man. What do we got? Oh, I know what we got. We got uh, Cypress Hill tickets, guys. I got hooked up on some Cypress Hill tickets. Uh, so, you know, right now there's at least uh, 10 available. I think we're going to get some more. And how should we roll it out? We were kind of talking, Scotty, about doing like a combination deal with a, like a, sh- a shirt and a chilm, you're thinking? Yeah, man. Let's just throw them out there, man. Uh, I, I just want to go and have, have a nice group represent with us. So why don't we throw $100 tickets out there and give them a shirt, give them a chillum. Uh, if they're going to the cup, they're welcome to judge. You know, get, give them all full judging privileges to the cup. And, uh, yeah, man, let's just have some fun out there, man. Let's represent. Yeah, and that's just another great great way, guys, to support us. I mean, the tickets, you know, I mean, we're making a little on there, which is really just all going to the cup to go into everything from having a, you know, a cooler packed full of ice and water bottles and maybe a couple – couple hidden good brews but that's not what the cup's about and just all the schematics and paying for you know everything we can to make the cup a great experience but that will be a cypress hill ticket a dude grows cup t-shirt as well as a little glass chilm uh 100 bucks and you got to come pick them up at the booth but if you want them scotty you're gonna put them up on real growers yeah yeah i'll have the, the shirts are on real growers the, the cypress hill tickets are on real growers so just going over same exact way place you got your shirts uh realgrowers.com and uh, just go over to the store, and yeah, you'll see all that stuff, man. I think there's a $200 backstage pass. I think almost all those are gone. I think there's like two of those left. Uh, there's a $100 real growers. Uh, I'm sorry, $100. Um, uh, hell, I can't think of it. Cypress Hill, man. Cypress Hill ticket. And the- Now, the backstage pass is not for Cypress Hill. Just want to make sure people probably get stoked when you use that terminology. It's just, uh, yeah, tell them what, that, what the deal is with that. You can try it, man. See what happens, man. <laughs> yeah, just try it out. Is it just uh is it just a the two hundred dollar ticket for the cup, like three days or what is that? No, this is just a one day pass, man. It's two hundred dollars gets you in for a day. Tell me what day you want to come, I'll get I'll get you a pass for it. And uh uh gets you a shirt, gets you judging privileges. And yeah, man. Okay, gotcha. It's just another combination package giving us a little support as well as getting you into the cup and uh yeah, sweet. All that's over at realgrowers.com. Again, just because we've heard some feedback from people, it is a non-plant-specific site. It's strictly where we sell plant nutrients. Scott sells his recharge. Keep forgetting, you hear some stories of people in the, the prohibition states that, you know, I heard a story of one guy that was even, like, kind of afraid to download our podcast. And it's like, damn, I kind of forget that state of mind being out here in Colorado. So Yeah, you um, laugh about it, and then you realize that there's still places where people are getting followed home from the grow store by the cops, man. Yeah, and that's yeah. I, man, I still can't believe that that it's got to be that just super hater cop man in this day and age, super bored, uh, wants to get a few last you know busts before prohibition is over. But ridiculous. I don't know, man. I mean, there's still got to be plenty of you know God fearing cops out there that just don't believe in in using marijuana. Yeah, definitely. There are. There are. I mean, I I know pl- more. I believe more law enforcement is is. The guys out on the street that got to deal with possession charges and all that crap is pro not having to deal with this shit, whether it's just decriminalization or whatever and focusing more. I mean, we saw it in the stats on what we talked about, I think, uh, last Friday or last show as far as the percentage or percentage of arrests down here, um, possession, and even the percentage of cultivation charges were way – everything was way the hell down, obviously because the laws we've implemented. But uh, And I think the police have plenty of better other shit to do that they like doing, dealing with. Yeah, I, th- I think it is that they know that it's unpopular, that if you're a, a DA with tons and tons of marijuana convictions or tons and tons of marijuana uh, 
prosecutions, whatever you want to call it. That don't make you popular, man. I'll bet you it's even something where you can get voted out, where they can say, oh, this guy's being lazy and just picking on the nonviolent marijuana offender. And I want to see, I want to see yeah. my DA go after some, uh, you know, the guys that are fucking up my community, man. Not guys that are making it better. Yeah, totally. Uh, let me get into a little bit of events, man. With what with four twenty coming, uh, things are popping off. I mean, if you come out here, there's so much stuff to do. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you put up uh, that uh, cannabis calendar, dude. That is awesome. There are so many fucking events on that thing. I'm psyched. Yeah, exactly. I uh, let, let me go over a few. I mean, hey, they're super cool. I got there's an one idea called real quick. Man. Go ahead. Why don't I drop my family off with your family? And then we can take off and go to all these things, man. We'll do it for like a week. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I want to go to every one of these events, man. I'm like, ah, hmm, okay. I don't know if I can afford a babysitter for a week straight. <laughs> yeah. I already have, uh, I already have a uh, no issue, but it's like, honey, I am not going to be available Saturday the 18th, Sunday the 19th, Monday the 20th at all. Oh, you know, hell no. on. <laughs> full on going to be hanging out and hopefully hanging out with you people and if i am um, available i'm gonna be told the fuck up man <laughs> so yeah green labs i haven't heard of this place green labs uh i'm on their site says bringing the industry together sounds like they uh i don't know do a bit uh with the industry and organize events as well as uh, cannabis startups business all kinds of networking i'll call it from what i've the gist of but let me tell you some of the events they got going on which is awesome saturdays this is called puff pass and paint now we've all heard of even uh you know my, my wife has done where you go have drink some wine and paint pictures right yeah that's i mean that sounds fun enough but throwing the, this is smoke some weed and paint pictures God, how cool is that and i mean it's not like uh really that crazy it's just cool no. man i mean it's like literally like society taking a step up and getting better man well, you'll like the next two, too, man. These people got the good. You can tell they're burners with taste, man. Next class, we got, uh, this is April 17th and 19th, sushi and joint rolling in the same class. Yeah, I think I need so, that, man. I think I need that. I presume they roll the joints first, and then they, uh, then they, rock, the, uh, then they rock the sushi after that. You want to know what's weird, and, man? Uh, I roll my joints like I roll sushi, or like people roll sushi. You know how they use the bamboo? that You've got like that bamboo thing that they use, and they put the seaweed in there, and they kind of roll it up. It's just like the dollar bill trick for, for rolling a joint, you know? I got two more, yeah, just because they're too cool to not... To, Coffee and cannabis. Whether you wake and bake or enjoy coffee after your meal, finding the right strain and bean is super important. Do you know what to pair with a dark roast? It says, hint, hint. Think about one of the sweetest berries out there, a blueberry strain. <laughs> During this two-hour class, you will learn the true secrets to pairing the two most commonly used stimulants. I love it. Wait. And don't forget. Marijuana is a stimulant, ahead. they're telling you? Uh I think it could totally be a stimulant. I can get pretty racy and going sometimes on some some of the more sativa dominant strains for sure. Yeah, depends on what you got. Right, you know? right, right. I just don't know if it's classically a stimulant. I don't think it raises. I don't well, know. Maybe it does raise your heart rate and all that shit. Lastly, we got hash and hash brown Sunday stoner brunch. <laughs> I love it. Two hour class where they're going to sip mimosas and snack on catered breakfast items while learning the different types of extractions. So it's basically just. A place for hash, hash makers, and people that like hash to hang out, have a brunch that's full-on catered, 
and just bullshit and network. So they are coming up with some pretty cool networking events um, to, you know, go and meet people. I mean, I could tell you if I was a single stoner out there, I'd, you know, I'd be out here scoping out some ladies myself. And, uh, and, and if not, man, just go network with people. And uh, it, it sounds super cool. Oh, man, they got the <laughs> I, I got last one, I promise. How about the get fit and stay lit yoga class? <laughs> what? Love it. Get fit and stay lit yoga i love that man nothing goes better with yoga than smoking a lot of weed before you walk in the place you know definitely so all that guys um i found that over hooking up with uh the cannabis gotta give these people a call uh they have an events page with all kinds of other stuff happening all the time uh there is so much in here clogged up with the weekend of the cup and after and and before that i mean yeah, get get after it. Everything from a showcase called Let's Get Weird, a free showcase hosted by Andrew Kisswetter. So, I mean, with this local and touring performers, I mean, just go stand around and get weird, man. And be careful. Public service announcement. Uh, people coming out in Denver, don't forget, smoking in public still is illegal. I don't know um, how they're going to handle like this year. They do the smoke. Is it called the smoke out? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. The four, uh, man, the full on 420 smoke out at the Capitol. So I don't know uh, if if that's something where they're going to, I don't know, let everybody do what they want. Yeah, they, pr- they pretty much. No, nah, no, nah, they pretty much uh, let everybody have their uh, passive resistance, man, and uh, smoke a joint at the Capitol. I've done it. I've done it several times. <laughs> and if, yeah, so check that out, guys, if you want to see all these events. Uh, the Cannabis dot com and check out their events over there and they do a pretty good job of covering events and news in the industry so <laughs> hey man i am reminded when i was an idealistic youth um in like 1992 i went to the capital of florida in tallahassee at, on 420 and uh tried to start my own little rally there <laughs> and dude i almost got arrested man there it was what? oh yeah so how do you, in florida you started your own little you know rally? i tried to bring a handful of people and i had i had a fight the lies legalized shirt on i mean this is literally in 1992 and i swear to god they were just weren't having it man tallahassee back then were not having it epic fail epic epic fail <laughs> yeah man no doubt it just reminds just reminds me man we come a long way in 25 years man yeah i agree with that uh all right let's roll let's roll on what do you, i mean what do you have what do you have growing on man i i can see here it's it sounds like bad news for uh technical issues you know man yeah i do it's kind of funny i was trying to set up uh costa mesa steve to come on and give us uh some some more good information with regards to uh electricity he's working on some led things so i was going to get him and the led guru together and dude the phone just dropped right out of my hand splat broken and that's the last time I talked to Costa Mesa Steve. So I lost, like, I, I can't believe that this happened, but I lost a shitload of contacts, man. So all my show friends, I probably don't have your number anymore, man. So if you were in contact with me or need to get in contact with me, and anyway, just give me a call, man. Help me rebuild my database, man. Yes, yes. Definitely. And, and uh, that like, is, I mean. Couldn't, couldn't have come every, at a worse time because everybody's coming in for the cup, too. You know what I mean? Getting tons of calls. So, anyway. What happened to your cloud, man? The cloud failed me, man. <laughs> gotcha. It must have been a big storm or something. Man, you know, man, I just uh, somehow, I, just recently, they all started getting onto my phone again. The contacts went onto my phone instead of in the cloud. Who knows, man? <laughs> but, hey, dude, I am a. Uh, 
uh, just starting to do some videos from the grow tent. I'll be, I'll be over here all day doing videos. I'm going to start with the recharge and the soil biology shelf and just start making my way around a way to grow and just grabbing different products and just kind of giving the, giving the rundown on them. So if any of y'all have uh, anything that you don't really understand or, or you'd like more information about or, you know, anything like that, let me know, man. Send me over an email, get over to dudegrows.com. You can get in touch with me and let me know you want me to review the Turpinator, man. I'll get on that shit. Man, that product just, I don't know, I got a free liter of it right now myself. And uh, it's, you know, got it from that trade show we went to. And the problem I have with it is everybody, like, it's, you know, it does this. I hear commercials on another show. This is the best thing since blah, blah, blah. And they said it, uh, it, it it's through a patented biodynamic reaction is why it works which to me means like okay tell me some more i mean my fear in using out of ignorance a product like turpinator is they're gonna tell me which i don't know i haven't actually talked to them directly but i've heard on another show it's compatible with everything on your shelf right you can use it with anything right so and we say that about recharge in some senses, but I want to know, at least we say what's in re- here. This is what there's some molasses. There's some kelp. There's these bacterias. I'm afraid I'm going to overdo like it's just a fulvic, like I'm using my bioag full power and then I'm going to pour in and they say awesome results have been seen by doubling the dose to up to like two ounces in week six and seven or whatever. Right. I got to know more about it. I at least got to have an idea what's in it. Is it some fulvics? Is it some tricantinol? Is it, you know, so I can know how to implement it into all the other products I have because it's got to be some of the other products I have. And I don't know why that has to be hidden. I, I, I guess it's maybe an expensive in labeling or do you have an opinion? Yeah, I mean, maybe it's, do I have an opinion? When the fuck have I not had an opinion, goddammit? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it, it works, man, but who knows if it's safe for, you know, what if it's something, one of these tricks, these agricultural tricks that's uh, not safe for food crops, you know, not a fruit for food crops or something. Maybe they want to be deliberately vague about it, you know, or, or it certainly seems like they want to be deliberately vague about it. Could be a PGR. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to... Uh, well, they they say it's mostly mostly organic, or I don't oh, know. This Jesus is too Christ, much, uh, man. Mostly organic makes me want to fucking run. Or they'll, they'll use the word organic based, and yeah, all that's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. But regardless, uh, when we come upon these things, I mean, it's a, our job on the show here to get more info. So try and give Turpinator a call. And I did give um, them a we, call. I actually did give them a call and I told them if they wanted to come on and explain their product, that would probably be uh, something that the the crew would enjoy. Word, word. And, yeah, you guys will be hearing more uh, on the show about – we're trying to get definitely more people come on I won't be working with as far as products. I'm bringing into my garden, and it's like, well, as long as we're doing that, let's get them on the show and let's, you know, talk about what we're using in our garden. And nothing's better than getting the info from the source, you know, from the manufacturer, from the rep, et cetera. So, Absolutely. Uh, man, where were we? We started getting an interpreter <laughs> chant. You know, man, also what I was doing when I was uh – Oh, oh, you know what I wanted to say about the cannabis cup real quick is that the LED guru, my buddy, the LED guru is definitely coming in and, uh, man, that's a really good guy to talk to. And even if you're not interested in buying LEDs right now, at least understand where we're at in that, you know, diffusion, you know, as to where 10 years from now, man, LEDs are going to be the mainstream. Uh, I'd bet anybody a hundred bucks on that, man. I love it. Maybe we'll create a little storm here, a little storm of information. If we've got the LED guru hanging out, and then I think Brendan 
over at Spectrum King said he might have one of his guys coming over and hanging out a little bit too. So not that we're all about LED, but we're all about trying to understand things and what hopefully would be a good future of like lower wattage lighting. So well, I'm all about LED because I'm, you know, I don't have any right now, but I'm all about more of that power that's coming from the plug being converted to light and less being converted to heat. I don't think it, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's the hell is going on, man. <laughs> well, you got a wild, wild jungle there, man. The I, I, is that the, is that, is that the sweet sound of CO2, Scotty? I, I don't know what that is, man. I have not heard that sound. Maybe that's the, I can, maybe that's the pre-explosion sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can, I can, I can tell you there, that's a good, uh, uh, commercial for growers the importance of co2 in your garden it, it is so important that way to grow has like a massive i don't know how many pound thousand pound tank or some crap to fill their own tanks behind the the temporary stu- studio space absolutely so. man absolutely hey man you know what that's I'm, why i'm looking at in the studio space too man is it looks like somebody dropped off a case of power veg t5 bulbs man the new hortolux uh uh t5 bulbs pretty yeah, yeah. i I'm gonna try and run those, like I said, man. I'm gonna try and run them this uh, this summer, and uh, and flower out for the hobby growers and say this is what eight bulb T5 Power Veg can give you in like a scrogged flower right under it for personal use. I've never grown like that in a while, so I, I think it'd be fun. I'll bet you anything that you do, you know, that you do well. I'll bet you that you get good quality. I don't say it's gonna be the same tight nugs that you got with an HID light, but I'll bet you that you get. Uh, smokable resinous nugs oh yeah you just gotta trim the hell out of them and have you know only the top man three to four inches of flower on each you know and that's why i'm gonna get a screen and and really do a good job with it and it's, i don't know i don't want to run much else if i don't have to with uh man the summer the heat and all that jazz yeah no shit man speaking of that man the bugs are coming already man i mean i think you said you went over to way to grow to the pesticide shelf there a couple days ago and most things were sold out yeah, they had that switch, which we got to get Devin on, uh, our grower connect with Devin, who knows about, and some other people for sure, what Colorado's doing with the change in what is being allowed. There's definitely been a few grows in the news uh, talking about getting uh, the, uh, man, what the heck am I trying to say? The uh, limited, the, I heard all, all this started when the fire department went through a grow, and what happened was they wanted to inspect a room. And the grower said, you can't go in there yet. I just sprayed Eagle 20 on everything. So the Uh-oh. fire department r- reported that to the uh, the marijuana enforcement division, I believe it's called. Right, and right. then all this started, you know, snowballing. And then there's like been five other grows now that, and I'm pretty sizable grows that are, you know, they had some of their, their testing of their uh, leaf material. And if it tests positive for these ornamental use only products, they're going to not be able to take that product to market. So pretty big deal going on around here. They've sent out a list, I believe of approved products to be used in commercial growing situations. So yeah, like you said, some things just quickly sold out off the shelf because they were the approved ones. And I'm sure a lot of the, uh, man, should I say lazy growers out there? (laughs) were kind of upset about not being able to spray down everything with forbid avid, judo you know whatever you got that uh you know and i'm sure i could tick some people off there by calling them lazy but um 
yeah, those products aren't on the list of approved use, that's for sure. Anything ornamental use, bye-bye. Yeah, man, and that's for a damn good reason. Those chemicals are meant to, where you can be in, the, you know, they're for a dozen flowers. Hey, I can be in the same room with these things, and they're not going to make me sick. But that's a hell of a lot different than taking that flower and eating it, or worse, smoking it. I mean, that's yeah. a lot different, man. Well, let's, uh, before we get into what we're smoking here, we'll do a little break. How about we play a little Mendo, you think? A little Mendo up in here? Yeah, sounds good to me, brother. Yeah, roll with some Mendo guys. Uh, Mendo dope, if y'all don't know, up from the NorCal. And, uh, yeah, we'll be right back, guys, with what we're smoking, what's going on in our grows, and some other good information for you to consume and grow your own cannabis. Yeah, man, I'm into it. Let's do this. We'll be right back, guys. One plant, one season. We put in work out here. Hole diggers. Up early in the morning when I'm watering and feeding. One plant, one season. We put in so much work and yet no one's believing. All for one plant, one season. When the sun's down, I'll be watching. I ain't leaving. One plant, one season. Cause we put in so much work, but yet no one's believing. It's one plant, one season. In January, I'm shopping for my seeds. Looking for the new strains and the cross breeds. In February, I'm chopping down some trees. Cause all day sunlight is what I'm gonna need. Now I'm up in March. Let my seeds sprout. Paper towel for the start. Rapid root is what I'm about. And tech lights begin to grow. Rotate them into thousand watt. That's if you really a pro. Through April and May, then here comes June. I've been digging holes, tilling the soil and making room. 400 gallon smart pots, soil by the yard. Mud on my shirt, hands dirty on the farm. Up early in the morning when I'm watering and feeding. All right, all right. What was smoking, man? What was smoking? Well, you know, I started off by saying, uh, Smoking the smoking the vape pen now. I'm looking for right now. I got uh, I know a lot of these pens are all the same brand, right? Just marketed different is what I'm seeing. Yeah, I think they're almost. I think they call it a 510 thread on there, and I think it's almost all just you know this cheap couple dollar batteries. That that's the bottom parts called as the battery, and then the top parts the atomizer, I believe. Yes, you know, a little cartridge part. Right. And so, uh, yeah, it's almost all the same shit coming from China. Well, uh, what I've noticed so far, you know, that, that I got some wax made, used a vacuum oven from Extractor Man over there. Thank you. Thank you very much. He has a nice little oven. Seems to know, uh, you know, what he's doing with it. Uh, you know, put some trust in the process there and had him extract some citrix from just straight, beautiful flower, you know. And the t- the- <laughs> yeah, I talked to him, man. He was like, oh, I saw the dude's face when he handed this shit to me, you know? Just, you know, you weren't convinced, man. No, and it, well, the the taste is great. I can definitely see some of the citrus flavor coming through, almost like a tange, too, if anybody out there has tasted the tange strain. Um, right. But, man, when I hit it this morning, like the first off hit, strong, you know? It, may, it does get me concerned in the sense where I see people beat up their tolerance on this, where I don't want to get to a point where my tolerance is super high, where I'm not, you know, I, so I want to mix it throughout my day or whenever with flour as well, my good old bowl. Uh, the convenience factor obviously is, is huge. I can see that being a place where pens are, you know, 
really going to be valuable as far as, you know, of course, you know, at the library, every sporting event, you know, in church, <laughs> the library. you know, when yeah. you're on the train, when you're flying, wherever, wherever you find a need, just pull out your. Yeah. You know, I'll give you an example. So my wife's in the hospital, you know, and I'm sitting here looking for a place to smoke and no, nah, I'm just kidding. Oh, I just hit it real quick. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. So I'm gonna try. Definitely be careful with that. It does make me cough. Like I'm in. I'm in traffic school. Okay, trying to keep there you some go. points off my record. And uh, you know, uh, no smoking sign, but it didn't say no vaping. No. <coughs> See, there it comes with a little bit of that cough. I guess it's the. I don't know. It's definitely a little different. Um, so the, I want to keep it mixed up. I'm not going to be all waxed and penned out, man. That's not my full style, but I do like it. Um, and I do like the fact that, you know, I, it's my own plant material. That was what really turned me on to it. I know what I've used as far as, you know, everything that should be in that or shouldn't be in that shatter. And, uh, yeah, so pretty stoked on it. And uh, appreciate it again to the, the extractor man. And I guess more, more than anything, the flavor is is fabulous. I mean, that's the first thing you notice. It's the first thing uh, when I let somebody else try it. They're like, yeah, really good flavor without burning, I guess, because you're not burning all the leaf material and such. So. Sure, I, sure. I, I dig it, man. What do you, what do you got going on with your with your smoking man, day? You know what, man? I'm gonna I, I have smoking a couple things. Surprise, surprise! But I'm gonna keep the uh, pen deal going, man. I was over a buddy's house last night, and he hooked me up with what you know. I'm always looking for like a good liquid pen. These pens are cool, but it is a pain in the ass if you got to go carrying around a little bit of shatter with you, and then repack that thing every you know ten or twelve. I minutes. don't know if everybody caught that, but Scotty was just saying it's a little bit of a pain in the ass to carry shatter around with you in a pen. This is where people in prohibition states or prohibition are like, screw you, man, just screw you, okay? <laughs> no, what I mean is, if you're looking, the the ultimate for a pen is to pull it out of your pocket, press the button, take a hit, pass it to your friend. You know, and, and to be able to do that all night when we're at the Cypress Hill concert, it you know, yeah. do you want to have a, a powerful pen that you can just keep passing back and forth all night, or do you want to have something where the guy goes, "Oh no, there's there's nothing left in there, man. I just been burning the wire up for the past three hits, and let me go pull the sh you know that shatter or that wax ain't that easy to work with. Yeah, let me go pull my dabber out. Let me go pull the little silicone you know container out. Let me not lose the top. Let me." pull the glass part off and let me load it up again no it'd be a hell of a lot better if you could just have a liquid that had you know a hundred hits in a in in a liquid container like the uh like the nicotine vape people do yeah Dude, i've seen people just vape on this shit all day man you know they're just hitting that thing hundreds of times okay so okay i could agree with that make sure you got enough for the party man yeah, well, I tried to go to Open Vape. I wanted to see if their shit was any good. You know, they advertise that type of product out there. You know, a few months ago, I, me and you pulled up to, what was that, Conte's Dispensary, La Conte's. Yeah. And I bought a $60 Open Vape, you know, a 500 milliliter cartridge and took like five hits out of it and was like, this does nothing, man. Like, I could, I think I gave it away to somebody. Yeah, we'll you have know, to some, give somebody, them another somebody chance, Somebody that too. barely smoked. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. That is total bs for 60 bucks and then the fact i don't maybe your tolerance was so high but i'd like to get get the answers behind that because i hit it too and it was like i don't know, it didn't really feel like much at all um yeah it was just shit man it's just a fucking sorry man but i i, I got no respect for that company man i think that's one of the companies that's ripping people off man stop keeping it real dude <laughs> Sorry. Oh, they want to be a sponsor. That's great. Here's why, man. Because I had some. Uh, what I'm smoking today is some um, Iso Hex, uh, which is I, I guess it's uh, 
you know, man, I don't even know what the ISOHEX stands for. ISOHEX, huh? Yeah, probably hexane is what I'm thinking. But it's just it's a different solvent that they're using. And when you use this solvent, it pulls out. You can you can extract at a certain PSI where it'll come out a liquid. What? It doesn't come out a solid. Okay. Yeah, man. So they're uh, uh, they're you're, they're coming out with these pens that have they've got this great flavor to it, man. Got a gram of oil with just a great flavor, man. It's got like the it really does have like a kind of piney, almost citrusy flavor, whatever they extracted out of it. I don't know what strain they did, but man, it tastes like cannabis. It doesn't taste like fucking propylene glycol, which is what everything else tastes like, man. Yeah, so, not yeah. You definitely you're reminding me right now of uh, yeah, because I'm cleaning I'm cleaning a bowl right now with the you know the old true method of just. 90% alcohol I bought from the store and some salt. Right. And uh, so don't uh, buy into any cleaners out there, guys. You can just use alcohol and salt. But it definitely, for a little bit after that, you get some of the uh, the aftertaste of the alcohol in the bowl, you know. And it's like, man, but it's super easy to clean. I guess I could probably do better at the final rinse with just some hot soapy water and avoid that. But, yeah, no, you want the cannabis taste all around for sure. And with extracts. Yeah, you don't want to taste cut. No. Definitely not. So, uh, man, that was like our uh, man. We're talking about like extracts. The extract cut there. It's getting. Yeah, I got news for y'all, man. About three quarters of the entries I've received so far for the cannabis, you know, for the DGC cup, have been extracts, man. There's just da- you know dabs and dabs, man. I mean, there's a lot of people that are making shatter and or that are making dabs. I should say wax shatter. I like so. it. So we're gonna have a good amount, a good amount of dabs for you all to dab on. Yeah, man. Um, Definitely. Let's go. Uh, no, I didn't mean to. You, was that was that all you had with what you're smoking today? I do want to say uh, shout out again to Alpac and Ugg. I have uh, a plethora of samples to try and get feedback. So it is going to get interesting here, dude. We'll have different strains uh, probably for the next quite quite a few shows. So I'm pretty stoked on that. Did a little trade and yeah, yeah. Get to. Uh, but I had to talk about the uh, the shatter today dude's first experience yeah, I, i'm glad yeah it was really cool hearing about it man welcome welcome to 2015 dude. <laughs> yes but i'm excited i'm glad to review uh if y'all bring some some nugs to the uh cannabis cup and you want them reviewed you know i'm glad to review them in the weeks to come totally and man here here's something right here can it grow it you know these guys are super cool they're coming to visit us at the cup uh, hey scotty and dude can you recommend a favorite dispensary in the downtown denver area and then it says, do you know if dispensaries will honor the medical marijuana card from Michigan? I checked on normal.org and it said reciprocity, no. And I think that means dispensaries do not have to give you medical prices, but I'm wondering if they, if in practice they do. Thanks. Not that I know of, man. Yeah, not that and I know not of that either. I, know. I, do, I do not believe there is reciprocity, man. So, meaning that they're not going to honor your, uh, your medical card from Michigan. Um, man, I, and I don't know. I can't recommend a good dispensary. I went around around to a couple dispensaries last week with a buddy, and I was really glad to come home and smoke my own pot. You know, I actually he gave, he left. He brought more weed than he could than he could smoke. He left me two or three joints uh, that I smoked. You know, throughout last week, and they just weren't that great, man. They had, didn't have a ton of flavor to them. They seemed like it was been dried, and you know, I don't know how long ago the weed was harvested but it, it just seemed like dry you know i'm not saying it was bad quality 
but it just didn't have that great flavor, man. You know, how you handle the weed after you, you know, after you bring, put, you know, pull it down really determines if it keeps its flavor or not. Yeah, and there's a man, lot of I didn't, a lot of factors there, and I don't think due to demand and due to, you know, there's many doing dispensaries, especially on the rec side. You know, some of these medical sides definitely have more product available, higher quality product, maybe more properly cured. But, man, the, I think the rec side's hit or miss. I could say I've, I've gotten good feedback uh, from the clinic as far. I think they have about five locations in Denver, and, yeah, they, they seem to have pretty pretty reputable way they grow grower good strains so off the top of my head I'm, i know there's plenty of other ones i would i would recommend go checking out the clinic and i think i'm pretty sure yeah they're wreck i think at all locations too like you said there's going to be definitely a difference in pricing um and a difference in not only pricing but what's available and what they will sell you so which is i mean i get it then we're going to take care of their their medicinal patients first so i don't know man i don't get it I don't, yeah. I don't. I'm not down with what they're doing with that whole division. Just because you don't have a card doesn't mean you use marijuana and marijuana uh, medicinally. You know. Well, you don't. if you uh, what I was saying, I agree. You know, look at the demographics of people out here with cards. You know, it's a male from 26 to 33, yada yada. But I do want the people that are in medicinal need legitimately and to make sure they have access to what they need, what strain they need, the quality. You know that they they would like. Um, and all that. So yeah, I do agree. There's plenty of people that have, you know, a medical card for their, uh, their, their hurt back that happened whenever, you know what I'm saying? But sure. Yeah. I just wanted the, the people that you know, strictly are going there for cancer, this, that, or the, the list goes on of, of what it could be used for, of course, are getting their medicine before a recreational user is getting. Look, if you're going to the dispensary because you you know treating yourself uh, for cancer, you're going broke at that dispensary, man. I mean, you need a, a lot of cannabis if you're trying to shrink tumors with it or make Rick Simpson oil with it. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really think that a lot of. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but I think chronic, chronic patients have hooked up directly with people outside of dispensaries to get their medication because they just can't pay even medical prices they can't afford to pay. Yeah, I mean, it's still going to end up, of course, being more affordable than uh, big pharma's medicines. But yeah, that's hopefully that'll keep coming down. People more putting more people growing and growing and growing and growing. So, yeah, it was awesome. I was at that. Uh, was it Organic Alternatives in uh, in Fort Collins? And dude, you saw all sorts of people walking in and out of there, man. I mean, I saw you know a late seventies old older guy walking out of there. Um, I see, you know, guys in wheelchairs are rolling in and out of there. So, I mean, yeah, there's definitely people that are using it medicinally. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is between that and a guy that's, you know, using it instead of, you know, instead of Prozac or whatever, you know, instead yeah. of Valium. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to a little bit of what's uh, happening over at DudeGrows.com. Um, I did see uh, Hash Assassin put up an interesting article here uh, about cannabis safe pest control so if you guys want in a, in, a, in a good video here and going over just the basics um and that is just right on our homepage at dudegrows.com and it looks like it's gonna be uh yeah i didn't i did not have time to catch the full video before we started today but uh pretty basic and, and a good thing to check into and you said the captain was kicking some like a few more articles out yeah the captain kicked it man he didn't he uh put up uh, i don't know two or three different articles man just you know just 
content, I'll say. And uh, one of them was, I think, just people, other people growing Captain Style. I think he made a, a YouTube playlist out of it. So that's pretty cool. There was uh, Captain Style 4, you know, part four of his Captain Style growing, which is his flowering. Yeah. And that's a, that's a uh, you don't want to miss that one. And, uh, man, there was one more that he put up, too, man. Let me see. There's featured Captain Style grower pictures and videos, which is something pretty cool. There's a YouTube playlist there. Uh, Captain Style 4, It's Time to Flower by the Captain. Nice. And then How to Make the Most Potent Edibles with BHO. And, man, he his edibles article where he you know, talked about the hash butter and whatnot. Dude, that freaking thing is like the most popular article on our site. Canna, <laughs> canna butter that, with the cocoa, oh, coconut I'm, oil. I'm sorry, man. I didn't just say hash, man. Hash butter. Living in the 70s over here, man. Yeah, and... Those hash brownies, man? <laughs> the video, like you said, it's cool that this one he put up here, he said where he's going to feature, um, he said he's, he's taught a lot of people to grow. But that he's learned from also, and when they give him feedback, they're always making little modifications on his style. So tweaking on tweaking, man. And yeah, so his first video that he put up here was from a gentleman in Michigan that uses 2,200 watts of light and four plants in a large tray on a rotating platform. So pretty interesting stuff, like you said, for sure. And it's you know good way to learn from people and just keep spreading the knowledge. Agreed, man. Agreed. So check out any any and or all of that if you'd like over at dudegrows.com and uh and go ahead. Did you mention the hash assassin that he that he came up with that uh cannabis safe pest control about the list? Did we talk about the list? Uh um, what happened with that? It's pretty interesting. You mean the li- yeah, we talked about the list that Colorado has done? Yeah, last week Colorado came up with this list of pesticides and if you're not on the list, you can't be in a dis- you know, you can't be in a commercial grow. Uh, really threw a lot of people for a loop I man guys what kind of weeds got been smoking yeah we talked about that at the beginning of the show and we're gonna get uh devin on who seems to know a bit about it and is uh well versed in pest control and ipms and chemicals and all that jazz so um i don't know that'll be coming up probably hopefully monday in uh grow talk so yeah, a lot of interesting. Hey, I got a great stuff. idea. Let, let me let me smoke this pen. I won't get high or anything like that. I won't get the yeah. least bit confused. No problem, man. Yeah, you just uh, sit back there and let me uh, <laughs> let me go down. The Leave f- the show, brother. Let me get, get through the format of the show, and and you cannot smoke anymore until we're done. That's why you're the host with the most, amigo. Come on. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of, uh, come on. Let's uh, let's go into recharge it up here uh, real quick. Zach, roll into. Uh, Roll, roll into that song, and guys, we'll be right back with Recharge It Up. All right. They tried to take away my recharge, and I said no, no, no. Yes, I grow the day, that's just like money in the bank. I'm in the no, oh, oh. Come on and do yourself a favor, and grow some dangness that you can savor. Cause I'm growing top shelf with Recharge, the proof is in the smoke. Recharge is a natural soil conditioner that takes the guesswork out of growing. The secret is in the biology. Recharge loads your soil up with organic beneficials that store and deliver nutrients to the plant as needed. In traditional or organic gardening, Recharge makes growing amazing quality simple. I got the time to buy seven bottles when one's just five. Why you try to take my recharge when you can get your own? All right, all right. What do you got here? Something about mycorrhizal? Yeah, man. I just wanted to explain a little theory behind mycorrhizae real quick. You know, it's cool stuff. Um, 
a lot of times you'll see, I was going on a rant last week about this, that you'll see mycorrhizae in soil. It'll say, you know, pro mix with mycorrhizae and they'll charge you an extra buck or two for it. Yeah, granted, that's good soil. I got no beef with that. But mycorrhizae in soil, what the, that's more of a marketing thing than anything. Uh, in soil, you might have a couple mycorrhizae spores and they have to get woken up by a plant root. They, the plant root has the food that wakes up the mycorrhizae. So just mycorrhizae sitting in soil really isn't going to do much, man. So just kind of wanted to give a little shout out. Recharge has mycorrhizae in it. Uh, that, that's, that's how it pertains to recharge it up. And just what I want to say is mycorrhizae will provide huge benefits to your plants. It actually puts a coating around your plant roots, and that coating can actually solubilize minerals so it can solubilize nutrition. It also protects so that when uh, pathogens try to get access to the roots they're blocked by this fungal coating and then when other fungus or you know pathogens try to uh, start accumulating populations and, and you know start colonizing there's no there's no room for them to colonize there's no roots for them to get access to so really awesome stuff it's it's one of several pieces of recharge you know components of recharge but it is important and i wanted to let people know how to use it correctly man and that is when you uh first get your clones you want to inoculate them with mycorrhizae just like you you know you, you go give your kids shots or you get your dog yeah. shots right when he's a puppy you want to give them that inoculation and what happens is that mycorrhizae symbiotically grows along with the root so the root grows a little bit bigger well the mycorrhizae goes and, and colonizes that piece of the root into the rhizosphere the the <laughs> there you go the rhizosphere is really the area around the roots when people talk about the rhizosphere it's like that little area one twentieth of an inch around the roots man but this is actually on the root okay okay so it's just 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 going to grow on the roots man and uh, it's awesome stuff. It's a no-brainer. You definitely want to use it, but don't rely on going and buying, you know, spending an extra dollar for ProMix with micro, you know, HP with mycorrhizae and thinking that uh, that you're all set, man. You still got to use it separately, and the best way to use mycorrhizae is to just right when your plants come out of the rooting chamber, either take like a soluble if you want to, you know, use like a soluble like mycos or something. I'm sorry, not a soluble, a powdered mycorrhizae. Uh -huh. You can roll, you can just roll your roots in it, or you can use a soluble mycorrhizae like the one that I have in Recharge, and you just, you know, put a little bit. I, you know, I'll use very light. I'll use like maybe two and a half mils, uh, you know, a half a teaspoon per gallon of water, and I'll just dunk my clones in there after they come out of the chamber. And man, it does really good things for yeah, them. Yeah, getting I'll really good coverage there. Yeah, I'll actually dunk mine 100%. I'll dunk them in, like take like a gallon of water and dunk the, the, the whole thing, man. You know, give it like a foliar treatment as well. Nice. I like it. It's a good way to apply and handle things when your plant is that size. Um, I mean, as far as your pest control, your inoculations uh, and everything, because you have full control of that plant. I mean, you could submerge the whole damn thing if you want in like a gallon, you know, a, a Tupperware of Azimax or whatever you need to do. You know, you're getting yep. good coverage. Yep, definitely, man. Yeah, it's the best time to practice good IPM, too, if you want to take some easy wet or something like that. And just uh, dunk your clones in there if you're getting them from a dispensary or something. I mean, really, it's nice to get good coverage there. Yeah, and I really have no issue, uh, guys. I mean, you mentioned another product, Mycos, which I don't mind at Transplant. 
Haven't done it in a while because of the four, I think it's four or five strains of mycorrhizae and recharge as my, like I said, I already got too many damn bottles of everything. I want an all-in-one for my, uh, my biological product, my micro powerhouse. So I haven't seen, yep. I haven't really needed another separate mycorrhizal product. Like you said, general hydroponics has subculture like B and M bacteria and mycorrhizae will, you know, recharge has it all in one. So that's part of my, part of my fanfare of it. Yeah. And you know, in school, you know, I'll definitely talk to, you know, educated soil scientists and they'll always bring up, Oh, you know, a lot of people like to introduce, you know, Jake, for example, uh, people like to uh, introduce uh, mycorrhizae first and then bacillus a little bit later. Dude, I'm telling you, I've done, I've, you know, this, I have that opportunity when I did Supreme Growers, we were doing all sorts of formulations with, you know, I had some with bacillus, some with no trichoderma. This is by far the best formulation that I've come up with. And I've come up with probably half a dozen at this point. Yeah. This is by, by far the most effective. It has to do with the molasses that's all that's in there and, and the quantity of microbes that I use and, it just works, man. So I don't even argue with folks when they when they tell me different stuff. Oh, you you know it should be separated, man. Trichoderma doesn't get along well with mycorrhizae. Sorry, guys. Proof proof's here, man. Shit works. Yeah, that's the best thing about it. The proof is in the pudding. So yeah, it just works, man. Uh, let's. So hey, shout out to Pacific Coast Hydro, man. Pacific Coast Hydro, man. Just uh, picked up recharge. I just sent a crap load out to them, man. So where are they out on the East Coast? Uh, bought a bang in california man man you know i don't even know i think i I don't know that my my way around california too much man but uh yeah pacific coast and then uh palmdale hydro or uh, america's best hydro palmdale in palmdale california they got recharged too over there victoria bad badass people man these are and these are the progressive stores that are reaching for something new man these are these are dgc that are out there they know who we are they listen and they're willing to try new products man so big ups to them if they are around your area please support them because they're supporting us cool 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 uh man favorite part of the show what's going on in our grow so yeah man did you accuse me of being boring about what's going on in my grow? I got to know. Yeah, Scotty had uh, airfro, 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 airflow problems in his, his, his grow. So why don't you take it away and, and then I'll go because I was like, man. So what? How, how, many, how many times you got to have airflow problems? But I forgot you were actually, I think you said you have fixed the situation now. So I am curious. Yeah, I didn't say air stones, man. The dude used to yell at me when I talk about my air stones too much, man. Um, dude my airflow man i kept on i was sure that my uh air conditioner wasn't working right remember i was bitching about my air conditioner man it just was working all the time i had seven lights on and three thousand watts air cooled i'm sorry three tons of air conditioning and seven thousand watts and it couldn't keep up and that's air cooled yeah that's uh, those numbers should be that, that should be working so yeah man so i'm starting i kind of took a look i did the old joint test man where i went in there with a joint and i went to all the different rooms and i watched the uh the the smoke flow around and i watched what happened i had to turn off some of the fans because it was just distorting things too much but what i saw was the air was getting sucked out of the room you know so this my air conditioner is conditioning the air that is brought to it but 
the air kept on getting sucked out of the room, so there was new air being brought to it every time. So it never got a chance to go back through the air conditioner a second time. It was getting sucked through there once, and then it was being sucked out of the room. And how was it being sucked and, out of the room? Man, I think it was twofold, man. I had the uh, I have a big can fan twelve that's pushing air, and I had it like you know in a hall. This is in a basement, so I had it in like a hallway of the basement where I thought it was far enough. It was really far away from uh, the grow room, and it was very close to an open window. So I kind of thought to myself, all right, well, it's just going to suck fresh air from this open window, push it out the lights, and that'll be that. It didn't do that, man. It actually was sucking air. Und- from under the just creating a vacuum in the hallway that vacuum was now sucking air from under under the grow room doors and it was pulling air out you know conditioned air cool co2 enriched air out from the grow room and i had no idea how much i was losing i was losing a ton man i mean it was like you could feel it coming out man so i ended up moving the uh I actually made an intake so that the the can fan now is pulling directly from the window. So I literally have like an, you know, 12 inch piece of ductwork going directly to the window. And now it completely changed everything. Now the air conditioner keeps the air, you know, the, the room keeps the air that that's, uh, it's not losing air anymore. So it's just conditioning that air. The air conditioner works maybe 20, 25 minutes out of the hour. The CO2 generator is off like 45 minutes out of the hour. So that's the signs that tell you that you're having a properly yeah. conditioned, conditioned air, man. So, yeah, it's pr- pretty interesting. Kind of a, I shouldn't say a rookie mistake, but it was definitely something that, you know, HVAC Todd or any HVAC guy would have come in and he would have figured it out in, in about two minutes. Yeah. But it, yeah, it really cost me, man. It probably cost me $300 on the uh, on my electric bill. Yeah, definitely. If it's always running to keep up, man, that's going to add up quick with a 36,000 BTU, you said? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it's it's not uncommon for that thing to go, you know to go up two three hundred dollars in a month if I'm using it heavy or something's wrong. Yeah. First, of course, I thought it was just an issue with it being clean and keeping the you know when you have many split ACs, you got to clean that that wheel in the in the indoor the air handler unit and keep on. I that. told you, man. I I got my shit together with that, man. I cleaned my air handler with my uh, uh, fogger. I put the fogger on, I put that black and white fogger on full blast. You think I'm kidding, man? It's the No, I hear you. It's it's a it's a it's a hack, man. It's a legitimate hack. That shit works, brother. And then you just just hit the wheel. It's not that easy to get access to it. You know, you really do a stuff. But I mean it literally takes a three hour job and makes it into a five minute job. I like it. I like it. That's with the uh the fogger, the uh one from Hydro Farm that shoots like twenty feet or whatever, pretty good pressure. Yeah, I don't know if they're from Hydro Farm or not, man. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna see if I can get a way to grow to let us run a contest for one. I see a whole pallet of them over here, man. Every time I walk by, so see if it could. I'm telling you, the big ones are worth it, man. They're a couple hundred bucks, but that's what it takes to really get rid of your problems, your bug problems. You're doing a proper foliar because foliar instead of just you know i'm saying for a decent size operation but it used to be you know you'd have to mix up maybe a gallon or a quart of of product and go around and spray it man now I'm mixing it it was a quart rather now I'm mixing up a gallon of product and you know i'll probably throw a quart out when i'm done meaning that it's just so easy to just almost overdo it with it yeah Let's see here. You got you some uh, some new hordy bulbs, huh? Some new hortiluxes thrown in your hood. Yeah, man. I was just in uh, in my room a couple days ago, just replacing all the old bulbs with the new hordies, man. And 
<laughs> does feel good. <laughs> it is. A, it's it's a refreshing feeling. It's like if my analogy, it's like changing the oil in your car and running it hard. You know, like it's just nice. You know, things are running good. The plants definitely respond. And you know, brand new bulbs. I see it when, especially if you've waited a whole year. You know, I'm doing it at six months on a budget. You can do it at a year. But man, every six months, some nice, some nice new lighting, and the ladies will give you back what you're, you're giving them. Yeah, definitely. I think you're ripping yourself off a little bit, man, with a year, going a year. I think that's, man, because you've got that spectrum. They're putting those gases, you know, Hoarder Lux is, is really into their spectrum, into what color those gases, you know, they're mixing their own custom gas formulation, and they're filling that bulb with it. And that's can't it, it doesn't stay perfect forever you know what and i, I mean? believe they get that they're the only ones doing it aren't they here in the u.s with their own their own gas supply and their own factory i think all the other ones are are uh yeah and i think they're the ones that are doing that are doing research on it too as to where you know it's pretty easy to go over to china and just say hey man look take look at this uh here's a hoarder lux bulb can you make me something like that yeah you know and they're gonna say sure man here i got i got pallets of them already but it's another thing to be saying, hey, man, we're really looking at, at the, you know, the, the par here and we're noticing certain, uh, you know, certain areas where we really want, you know, certain colors that we really want to uh, want to push here. So and also, how long can we keep this thing this color? I mean, we're burning. It's essentially it's a it's a fire, you know, or you know, you're burning chemicals. How, how long is it going to take till that color starts to change even the slightest bit, you know? I think after six months of, of having, you know, a controlled burn inside inside a lamp, that that color's got to change a little bit, man. Yeah. And that little bit of color is what we're paying the extra money for. So I'm a huge Hortolux fan. I do believe it's the best spectrum that you, that money can buy. And I think you change those bulbs every six months, man, you're going to get yourself the yields that you want. I agree with put, that. Put it this way. You can't look at your bulbs and say they're ripping me off. It's easy. That's the first thing when I go into somebody's, you know, commercial grow and I'll look and I'll go, okay, it's not that bright in here. I'm like, what are your numbers? And, you know, they're one and a quarter or something, you know, and I'm just like, dude, you ever think about changing your bulbs, man? <laughs> yeah. When the commercial grow situation, sometimes that's a heavy thought when there's 200 of them to change. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was 100 bulbs there, man, you know. Um, let that's me, a lot of money. Let me take over. If I can, with what's going on in my grow, are you? Are you, dude? What's going on in your grow, man? <laughs> plenty, plenty. Of course, uh, got a few things going on with uh, doing. Uh, wait, hold on one sec here. I got to go back up to. Uh, here we go. I had to find my parts. Strains, genetics, good things. Flow. I got the flow. Flow for the outdoor um, flow strain, and the strain was given to me. To uh, by uh, yeah, put the shout out to a listener, Alpaca Nug stepped up there, and what was really cool when you get genetics is when people really tell you about genetics, you know. So I got some advice as far as feeding. Um, let me just get into it a little bit here. This was like the advice along with getting it. I'm going to take this flow out dough. Says I have not ever. This is from the grower I got it from. I have not ever burned this strain by overfeeding. It may be impossible. I have grown some fire with PPMs at 1750 consistently says she does not require much CalMag as other varieties. Matter of fact, it comes out best with no additional CalMag besides what's in tap water. Kind of hard for me to believe. I mean, obviously, I'm going to be watering in CalMag that's yeah, already in most base nutrients. 
Right. Uh, this is flowering times about seven weeks with outdoor crops coming down mid-October, which that's the very latest you can go here. And in, in, uh, typically in Colorado, and you got to be ready with your tarps to throw over to keep shit warm from frost, etc. If, if they're coming. Right. It says indoors. Purple won't show until after 49 days. Uh, unless you have a drastic temp drop, you know it shows quicker outdoors for sure because we do have such you know temperature variations here outdoors in the, the Denver area. Uh, got the day, you know I usually you go too long until about day 55. You get the purple, and it, it goes on here as far as uh, how to you know train it. Uh, doesn't grow this well, this well, and I really like getting those tips with uh with getting a strain instead of somebody just handing you something and then the worst case it's not even what it was you know like i thought it was <laughs> i thought it was vanilla kush and then it's purple oracle that kind of stuff but uh oh man friends like that or like could you imagine like if a guy brings you like, a glass slipper and it's beautiful but it has fucking hemp russet mites oh it, you don't got no hemp russet mites <laughs> Yeah, come on man um i also got a mammoth uh mammoth is from the bank genetics that's going to be an indoor plant um i gotta figure out what to do with that from feminized seed because it goes like 70 days i believe and i can't have that here outdoors uh-uh. um the two actually the mammoth and the flow entrance interestingly enough came in uh captain style growing method with the mesh bottom pat uh mesh bottom pot um, and the, the Rockwell croutons in the container and then a little bit of hydrogen layer on the top just to keep away uh, algae and shit growing on your uh, your croutons. And, the, the, man, those things hold a shit ton of water. I was just rewatering them. Um, I'm not sure how. They're in, like, smaller containers, so I'll figure out how to do a transplant. I, myself, am going to be going into a soil soilless method because that's how I roll. But, man, I did notice when I picked up one of the containers after soaking it through, uh, with the captain style cr- grow croutons, those things just blah, hold weight, hold water weight in, yeah. in a good way, man. I'm not complaining. They they like it. So, um, and then as far as the update on the uh, the russet mites, we'll talk a little bit more Monday on Grow Talk on some of the treatment I did. But I am uh, I've looked around. So the plants that came in, I mean, obviously some people would think I'm insane. I have new genetics in in a smaller bedroom that's adjacent to my flower room, which did have some hemp russet mites. But the small room, like I said earlier in the show, the plants are not that big yet. Biggest containers are in three gals, and plants are a foot tall. So I can really, really handle getting full coverage on those plants. In between different sprays I'm using, I can take them and just set them in the shower and really rinse the hell out of them, which also rinses away bugs if they're there. So I'm keeping it on a three-day rotation now with my bedroom IPM while the plants are easy to work with and at the right size. So verse, you know, working with my plants in 20 gallon containers can be a pain in the ass. Right. Um, I did. You can tell me what you think or any listeners, if you've done this, uh, I was reading up and I ran into somebody um, is actually uh, Steve, Steve, the fish dude over there um, at aquaponics source in Longmont, Colorado. He said a really good way to treat plants. and I've done this before, but not in this method. CO2 killing, you know, this is where you have, uh, you know, my, my flower room is really enclosed, but it's still, you know, it's 12 feet long by like five feet wide. So it's still a decent volume where I don't know if I'm reaching the PPMs I need to. I've tried this once before where I dumped a whole tank with the lights off and I heard you definitely want to have lights off and, uh, you're trying to get the PPM so high you're, you're suffocating anything in there that breathes, Right. Of course, be careful with doing any of this if you're, you know, it can be deadly if you're hanging out in that environment. But instead of that, if your plants are deadly for you, I mean, yeah, you can pass out from lack of oxygen, you know. 
Oh, a little CO2 never hurt nobody. <laughs> Shit. The, a better way to do this, if your plants are small enough, uh, the small plants, man, go get um, a trash bag, seal them up in there, put a quarter-inch hose from your CO2 tank, dump as much of the tank as you can, and you're, you're treating it. So what I'm going to do is get, like, those painter tarps, real thin three-mil plastic, come in, you know, $3 for a 9 by 12 wrap it around a plant in my bloom room, and I'm going to dump as much as the tank straight up in there at full blast until that bag is filled. Like, it inflated it, and I'm going to leave it sit for, we're talking PPMs of, like, probably 100,000, right? Pure CO2 almost. And I think that's going to be the constant. I tried this before with the hemp russets, and it, it, it threw them for a loop, but it didn't kill them off by any means. But I think I'm not reaching the, the PPM of zero oxygen for them to breathe. Uh, again, lights off. I'm going to like literally I go get just hook up with three tanks, probably see if, you know, way to grow. Do me a favor. Let me borrow three tanks. And it's not. I a, got three tanks for you, brother. Yeah. Not super expensive. Right. I mean, it's seven dollars a refill. Um, not a big deal. I, from everything I've read, the plant will not suffer in the dart cycle at all. It's not going to hurt the plant. But, um, you know, Steve was in the over at, at the aquaponics place was in the nursery industry. And when he said when they had a real tough bug on like a, you know, something special, they're bringing in something that they want to get cuts from or whatever. Obviously, this isn't feasible for big landscape, nursery, greenhouse, whatever. But put a right. bag. They used to, he said he used to go get bags from, uh, I believe, the dry cleaning place and bag it over his plant, fill it up with CO2 and like anything that was there. It would it would kill it, and I, I'm I'm gonna go for it because I, that's gonna be such a high ppm of CO2 in the atmosphere that uh, yeah I'm hoping I can potentially choke anything off that's living, and don't get me wrong I but what about the eggs man uh, yeah I'm yeah saying, I, about- I hear you You're, there's gonna have to be a few treatments that's what's going on with the three day interval I mean right now going into my garden I can't even I can't even find a hemp russet mite last four five days ago I found one out of scoping like 20 plus leaves with a high, you know, high resolution digital scope. And it wasn't moving. It was more just wiggling like I'm dying. So it's, it's like you said, the eggs still could be there. So I'm going to keep this treatment up for, uh, you know, in the veg room, another couple weeks in the flowering room. I think I'm going to do two or three more treatments and then I'll only have another month of flowering. And I might, in the end, I might still have a couple on in the flowering room. I don't think so. But I think I'm going to shut it off for the summer anyway. I just got to get through flowering, you know. I'm 30 days in. My plants look right. beautiful. The flowers look look phenomenal. But I just know that there's something might be creeping and crawling a little. So I'm going to keep on it. And uh, Are you foliaring with the Easy Wet? I have not used that one yet. I've used Bonite 8, Green Cleaner. Um, and in the beginning, I used before. I knew I had to go, like, a lot harsher. Some of Optic Foliar's overgrow with the Perithrum in it. But right now I'm rotating between Bonite 8, Green Cleaner. I'm going to do a fresh water, ice cold water rinse tomorrow. And then uh, it's not a bad idea. The Easy Wet eh, might be a little paranoid with my flowers as far as being a month in. But, you know, I don't like getting too much oils on them if I don't have to. It's not an oil, though. It's it's uh, a yucca extract. Aye, aye, okay, okay. I'll keep it in my... I would, uh, I would try that, man. I would try that with whatever you got, maybe a little bit of kelp in there and just do that every three days man and every time an egg hatches you're going to i'll even lend you my fogger if you want man you know and do that for a couple weeks man and every time the the eggs hatch actually i won't lend you my fogger because then i'll end up getting some shit man <laughs> but just by, just by fogging that shit every couple days almost every time you go in the room 
you know, fog it with that easy wet, man. It, it don't hurt nothing. And, yeah, uh, I need to get a fogger. It. It's a really good way to get coverage. I did just pick up a new uh, two-gallon pump sprayer. with, the, And I do like getting the real fine mist and making that shit just drip, 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 thorough coverage. But a fogger is a good idea. Yeah, man, but drip, drip means it's dripping off the plants, you know, dripping off the leaves. Man, I swear that fogger gets in the middle, man, in the deep middle where you can't get to it, just droplets. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I'll, th- I'll look into that. Maybe I'll get Jake on just to, uh, man, when I'm up to spray something on my flowers, I do about, you know, an hour of looking through articles, talking to people. It was, I mean, I was over at Way to Grow yesterday. I went to two different stores, and I know the story, but it's always when you have a problem of this magnitude that you are bug this hard to deal with, I pick everybody's brain and then come up with my own conclusion. Even though, like I said, I've beat them once before. I mean, I know I can do it again. It just really makes your work like freaking tenfold sometimes. Right. Agreed. Agreed, man. When you have bugs, it can really exponentially increase your work, man. Not cool. Well, that's about it for, I believe, you know, what's growing on. And, uh, Put, put, let's get ready to put this in a bag, if you're ready for that, Scotty. I am, man. I'm ready to see the whole crew at the Cannabis Cup. What, is it next week, man? No, I guess it's two weeks. I don't know. It is not two. this weekend, but next weekend. So don't forget, go over to realgrowers.com. Scotty will have up by the time you're hearing this. And if he doesn't, you can all virtually give him uh, a It's already up. All right, all right. For Cypress Hill tickets, along with a, a T-shirt from the DGC and a little chilm that's customized, I believe, and says DGC on it. Uh, and you can come buy those uh, from realgrowers.com and then come pick them up at the tent. I'm pretty sure we'll be able to put something in the chilm for you as well, of course. And, um, yeah, come hang out, man. We can all hang out at the show. Uh, toke on down. You know, dude will probably have a couple pints if you're into that. And it'll be a good way to wind down three days of the cup with a great band. And as well, support what, what we got going on, man. Bring in, bring in the grow knowledge to you guys and straight up telling you how we're growing and bringing products to you that aren't, that aren't BS. So, Agreed, man. Couldn't agree with you more, brother. Word grass. Word grass. See, I've been talking too long. I'm glad we cut it down to three shows that aren't as long, man. The three-hour show, you start slurring and trying to keep your, 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 your pumped-upness going. So For real. Cool, guys. Come hang out. We'll see you soon. We'll be back Friday. Don't forget, this week in cannabis, this Friday, I think we're going to be covering the markets, man. There's a lot in the news about major greenhouses going up across the country, and we're talking millions and millions and millions of dollars in uh, equipment and greenhouse, and we're talking acres, man, acres and acres of greenhouse of cannabis. How will that affect you? So... Tune in Friday, catch it, and I'm out, Mr. Reels. All right, man. Well, I dig it, man. I'm going I'm to get to uh, reviewing some of the soil biology goodies I got here, man. So Sounds good, guys. I am not out, man. <laughs> we'll put it in a bag and talk to you soon. Grow on. Keep on burning. Yeah, man. Grow safe. Grow smart, y'all. And grow the dank. Later. Later.